0: Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I ask!
1: Killed a Radio Star.
0: You, you're just saying how much you really like that song.
1: You know, we were looking up, we usually try to look up songs that we think are going to be good for the uh, podcast, and I listened to that a bunch of times, trying to fit it into the timeline and see what section. I'm like, this is a really good song. <laughs> <laughs> I remember how how, uh, how good that song was, but it's going to fit into our uh, topics today. Our, yeah. That was uh, the first video ever shown on MTV.
0: That's right. Today we're going to do an MTV day. I know a lot of people, um, probably 95% of the people that listen to this don't watch MTV. Just because they're over 17. <laughs> <laughs> but we do. So we're going to keep you informed on what you're missing. Um, we're going to start off with uh, a review of the MTV Movie Awards. And then we're going to get into... <laughs> we're not, we won't spend too much time on the channel. Sorry,
1: it's MTV Movie and oh, MTV Awards. Awards. Um, Change the name,
0: but we're not going to spend too much time. We're going to do the challenge just because it ended, and we're going to talk about it. And we know that. Listen, it's your fault you don't watch that show because it's awesome. And you there's an exciting
1: that. announcement in the challenge coming up.
0: So, we have a follow up with some nostalgia, and we're going to go over uh, the history of MTV VJs. Now, I, I I think it was important that we don't say this is our only MTV show because we watch so much MTV that we're trying to keep different angles because we want to keep some of the bigger things open. We discussed doing best videos of all time but we know that's a whole separate show. So like we'll come up listen that email (laughs) uh, it's always open. What is it again? Oh it's uh, armchairnetwork
1: at gmail.com There you go. The only emails we got are from Twitter. (laughs)
0: And, and Google saying thanks for joining and the, G- only, Gmail. and the only reason we get Twitter emails is because you you don't know how to work Twitter. So now they they send us email. I know I've never used it. Okay, so uh, I'm following a
1: couple of people, but I've never used Twitter. <laughs> I don't even add a message to anyone. Uh, I sound like an old man.
0: So uh, you have any notes today, buddy? I do. I uh, the the notes that I brought in today were. You know, sometimes I get inspired by you and the randomness of things that you happen to find um, on the internet, and I found I found out about this woman. Um, her name is, I think, it's Ashley K. Thomas, and she wrote a song called "Ghetto." And she's a yoga instructor who lives on the wrong side of the tracks in <laughs> Nashville, um, and. I say people are all up in arms, but the people involved in this, I think it was on Vice, uh, article were all up in arms about her white privilege. And she wrote a song called Ghetto. I'm just going to play it for you. I'll show you the video so people can get your reaction.
1: Oh, my God. It looks terrible already.
0: But, uh, yeah, people say this is a little tone deaf. <laughs> You just got a opening lyrics. Gunshots and sirens are the music of the hood. Yeah. Gunshots and sirens are the music of the hood.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, and so basically what she does is she stands around various parts of Nashville and does yoga poses throughout the entire video. And people are very upset because she sings about how she bought a house there and the property value hasn't gone up. in a couple years (laughs) and um, it's one of the most tone deaf things you'll you'll, I didn't know Nashville was such a rough and tough place well I guess apparently there's parts of it that are so um, she's singing about how it's tough but she's gonna stay Uh, this white hippie yoga instructor (laughs) Um, so that was kind of fun I got into that let me see the other thing so who's that by so people can see oh let me I just closed the window it's by a woman, Ashley K. Thomas. Uh, yeah, Ashley K. Thomas. Uh, uh, ghetto. Yeah, and you think you find Vice? The the title of it is "Ghetto is the most obnoxious white people thing since brunch." <laughs>
1: okay.
0: Um. So the second was a video I found. You know, we were very into the whole fire festival, and which now I
1: heard, by the way, that. They sent out an email to everybody that was all the employees that they're not getting
0: paid. Wasn't an email. Better, it was a phone conversation, which somebody recorded and I listened to today. I didn't bring that oh. in because the guy is just really tough to listen to. If you think we're tough to listen to, add the guy who threw the fire <laughs> festival. I don't know. I sold anybody on this <laughs> thing. But he basically tells everybody like, yeah, guess what? You're not going to get paid. And so this one girl's like, he's like, but listen, we're not going to fire so it's you. Like a conference call yeah it's a conference call and Jaw rules on it and everything uh, and uh how do they not know people are taping this? I, I have no idea I mean you, you think know doing, people are gonna right. tape it and so he's like, listen, I mean I think he knew it was just the it's like it's like what's happening in politics right now like you know by firing the FBI director that people are gonna say like what they're gonna say about it. He knows there's just no way around to say, look, we're not paying you and then he said, uh. He's he, this one girl asked, well, he goes, but we want you guys to stay on, you know, <laughs> moving forward in whatever, whatever comes our way. If you want, if not, if you want to leave. That's fine. We understand. And this girl was like, hold on a second. So you're telling me that if we we're not going to get paid and we're not going to fire us so we can't collect unemployment. And he's like, oh, I don't know anything about unemployment. And you're like, well, you're, so you're saying we have to stay here until we quit. So what if we want another job? We have to quit, and then we don't get, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, no, it wasn't that festival. A different festival, the Hard Festival, which is here in Los Angeles. Uh, it's a bunch of DJs and that kind of thing. They, uh, I guess, had a lot of backlash last year for not having any women in their lineup. And they're not a very friend women woman-friendly um, festival. So... Um, this year they, they, I forget what the exact numbers are, um, but they put in a, a large chunk, I'd say like a third of their, um, acts are women this year. Like they really decided to come around and, and, uh, and fix it. Um, which was kind of noble and like, you know, like, or not, whatever it, it's, it's a good move, but instead of just letting that alone, they decided to put out a video to accompany this fact. And it's you think that the white woman in the ghetto was tone deaf. (laughs) You should hear this one. It's a bunch. Basically, this guy and a bunch of DJs talking about uh, having women at their festival.
1: I got an idea. I'm going to make the biggest girl group of all time. You guys. That's how we're going to get you to play Hard Summer. First and foremost, we're not girls. What? All right, check this out. We're going to give you a pair of rockin' tits. Every one of you guys. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, please. Why don't you just get girls to do this? I I could get girls, but if I brought women in here, it's going to make me feel weird. My wife's going to get pissed off. With you guys, we can bro out. Women have it so easy. You'll see. You'll see. You want a pig's foot? (laughs)
0: So, this, this somehow to somebody was a good idea to take all that goodwill you gain by grabbing, like, by putting all these women in the lineup and then making a video. Which, if you watch the rest of this video, um, every all the guys have fake boobs and um, are trying to act like girls. And uh, it's basically all that goodwill undone in a six-minute video. It's just amazing to me to find these kinds of situations where people just... Just don't know. Was the world better when we, when everybody couldn't record themselves doing stuff? What do you think? I think so. Okay. Those are my notes. Okay.
1: So, uh, Noah. I checked in with Noah. He's on day 86 of eating a face of Jason Segel. Guy's got a... He's getting into it. He, uh, he's sticking with it. Um, my buddy on Facebook announced a few deaths this week. The Black Flag guitarist uh, was found dead. Stan Weston, GI Joe creator, died at 83. Robin Big, star uh, Rob Boykin, has uh, died. That was a big MTV loss. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Michael Parks, uh, an actor who was in Kill Bill, uh, he died.
0: Um, so he's still sticking with. P. So this, this is, these were all posted by your buddy. What's yeah. your buddy's name? First name. Casey. Casey. This is all posted by Casey. He I, d- have- I
1: doubt he listens to this. He's, he doesn't have too much time on his hand. <laughs> He's posting every five, literally every 20 minutes. Uh, I was saying that he must get, like, like notifications from every website. And so, like, <laughs> as soon as he gets the notification, he just, like, shares it. A um, little bit of sad news. Glenn Howerton who plays Dennis on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, came out this week, and he is not returning. Oh, really? So it's going to be weird.
0: Yeah. They'll find a way to make it a joke, a running joke, but it's going to be...
1: Yeah, and we we said we were going to maybe have a talk about Always Sunny at some point, but I wanted to play a little tribute to uh, Dennis... I think he was one, my favorite character on the
0: show. Yeah, you like Dennis a lot.
1: <laughs> uh, he's a little creepy. This is the this is the episode where he uh, has the bunker because of the hurricane. He's trying to lure women back to the safe bunker. Here you go,
0: tipsy topside, so we can take him to a nice, comfortable place below deck, and mm-hmm. you know they can't refuse because of the implication. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, you had me go on there for the first part. The second half kind of threw me. Well, dude, dude, th- think about it. She's out in the middle of nowhere with some dude she barely knows. You know, she looks around her. What does she see? Nothing but open ocean. Ah, there's nowhere for
1: me to run. What am I going to do? Say no?
0: Okay. <laughs> 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 that seems really dark. Now. No, it's not dark. You're misunderstanding me, bro. Okay? I'm, I'm, I think I am. Yeah, you are. <laughs> because if the girl said no, then the answer obviously is no. No. But the right. thing is is she's not going to say yeah. no. She would never say no because of the implication. Now, you've said that word, implication, a couple of times. What, what implication? The implication that things might go wrong for her if she refuses to sleep with me. Now, not that things are going to go wrong for her, but she's thinking that they will. But it well, sounds like she doesn't want to have sex with Why aren't you understanding this? I don't, she she doesn't know whether she wants to have sex with me. It's that she doesn't That's know. not the issue. You she, gonna she hurt a, I'm not going to hurt oh, these women. Okay. Why would I ever hurt these women? I, don't I feel know. like you're not getting
1: this at all. I'm not
0: getting it. God damn
1: So, Dennis not returning. It's going to be weird not having him in the mix. Um, And then, uh, so my other, here's a a weird story. I got a weird story for you. Okay. An interesting story. So, you know how the Chinese are really protective of their culture? Um, This guy, he's an MMA fighter, younger guy. Um, He's been kind of like calling out like the old time martial arts. Uh, you know, traditional martial arts like judo and um, um, Thai. Thai, thai, you know, like karate and stuff. And basically, he was been going around and trying to taunting at these people and saying, fight me, fight me. And no one wanted to fight him. And finally, he got this Tai Chi master, which uh, Tai Chi, if you don't know, is like, kind of like a spiritual type karate. So like, they get into this ring, Where it's an underground, basically, like, fight club type situation. And the Tai Chi master basically gets his ass kicked in 10 seconds. Now, all of a sudden, there's, like, all this backlash. Like, the government is pissed off because they're afraid that this is going to basically look bad on the Chinese, like, traditions. And all these people are gunning for this guy. This guy goes into hiding. And then he sends out a whole email saying his life's ruined that he can't get a job anywhere. He's getting blackballed. <laughs> um, there's all these people that are after him because, you know, they don't want... Because now younger kids are getting into MMA and they're like, why, if, why would I do that other stuff if I can just get my ass kicked like this? When the other type of, you know, traditional Chinese martial arts is all kind of, like, performance-based you know, and it's like, it's got like an honor code and you're not supposed to pummel some guy. Like once the guy goes down, you pretty much get up and you have the point, you know, it's like, I don't know. So this guy's like screwed pretty much. He's like, all these people are after him and he's in hiding right now. Oh. Um, so then my last thing is I went to see Gardens of the Galaxy this week at the IPIC and I got to say Not a fan of the, uh, not a fan of the IPIC. Have you been to one? I have not. There's a little distracting. It kind of takes you out of the movie. What distracts you? Well, you sit down and you get the waiter and there's waiters running around the place while you're trying to watch the trailers. And then, you know, all of a sudden, like, the movie starts and there's, like, hamburgers and shit being thrown around. And people are arguing with the waiter, like, asking for ketchup. And then, at the end of the movie, when it gets to the final scenes... You have all the checks being delivered, and all these people are running around and then trying to look at their checks with their lights and all this stuff, and it just takes you out of the thing. I'm I'm not a fan.
0: All right. How was the movie?
1: The movie was, uh, it was all right. Okay. Definitely wasn't as good as the first one. It had too much of a Superman versus Batman, not Superman versus Batman, Man of Steel kind of fight scene at the end where they're punching each other and. Ramming into things, Um, I thought that was a little too over the top, Uh, but it was entertaining. All right, so uh, Scott, NBA playoffs, where are we at?
0: (laughs) Well, let me just say this: where we're at, it's Friday. So where we're at right now is not going to be where we're at whenever anybody listens to this. It's hurting your "where we at" segment. Timing's hurting the "where we at." Where we at right now? At this point. (laughs) At this point. This is going to go up tonight. Okay, at this point, there's we have only a game in three minutes. Yes, there's only one game It's the the Celtics Wizards and Game Six. The Celtics all came to the
1: game dressed in all black.
0: Oh, okay. Trying to talk. That's them been the, like... right. That's been a thing with them. Um, I don't know. We'll see how this goes. Hopefully, this goes to a Game Seven and um, the. The Rockets series, uh, James Harden just kind of quit. I guess I don't even disappeared. Want, this
1: guy's a fucking. I mean,
0: how many years is this guy going to just disappear in the playoffs?
1: It is the most frustrating thing ever to watch this guy. First of all, he took two shots in the first half.
0: He didn't take a g- shot till there was six minutes left in the second quarter.
1: In a game, you're going to be eliminated. Yeah. Um, and you're supposed to be the MVP. I know, and he might be.
0: Did you hear about what he did after the game?
1: Yeah, I was going to talk about
0: this. Okay, let's talk about it. So this. he
1: went to a club right after the game. And all these
0: dumbass dumb
1: made... Houston fans are in the club cheering MVP <laughs>
0: after the game. Are they really? I just thought he was making it rain in the strip club.
1: Dude, everyone was cheering MVP after this game where he was awful. Where he had like 11 points. The guy has so many turnovers. It's the most frustrating thing. Nene was a big uh was a big loss for them because all of a sudden James Harden's guarding Paul Gasol all the time.
0: Yeah. Um so but basically like where we at should have just been and will continue to be for the rest of the year as far as I'm concerned just we are at like a week and a half away from Warriors Cavs. Like that's just where we're at. We're always at a point heading towards Warriors Cavs, right? Yeah. If there's no doubt that's kind of what's also sucked about these playoffs. We just kind of know what's going to happen. If it doesn't happen and we're proven wrong, I'd be so psyched to be wrong. But there's no way. Well, I'm hoping the Wizards step up tonight so we get a Game Seven on Sunday. Yeah, but eventually they're just going. To, whoever wins is going to lose to the Cavs, and sure. then the Cavs are probably eventually going to lose to the Warriors, and we kind of already know this.
1: Yeah, well, we're hoping for a better series than it's yeah. coming out to be.
0: I mean, I don't mean to be the the dark cloud, but we let's we things are kind of what they are. So that's where we're at. That's where we're at. MTV
1: Movie Awards segment. Okay. So um... first of all, did you see before we get into that? There was a commercial during the MTV Movie Awards.
0: Fear Factor is coming back. Oh, I didn't see that with Ludacris
1: as the host.
0: I don't have a. I don't. I don't. I don't know. That doesn't bother me. We don't, don't like know. Ludacris as the host. I don't know.
1: I mean, does Fear Factor need to come back? No. Joe Rogan pretty much
0: did but, it. But I guess that that TV is so cheap. Why not? If you've got a name, you got to keep. You know, you got the property. Keep we have the challenge.
1: We don't need the Fear Factor.
0: Well, as we know, most people don't watch the challenge. There, uh, they're challenged, challenged.
1: All right. So before we start the MTV Movie Awards, my first question to you is. What age is this this award show for?
0: I could not figure that out. <laughs>
1: because I started to like watch it, and I'm like, oh, man, this is horrible. Yeah. But then I realized that I was 42, and it was probably made for
0: like 17-year-old. Yeah, I, I had the same problem. I There's a point where I think I took that note. Like, who is this for? Who is the audience for this?
1: <laughs> and then I was like, well, maybe I have to watch this as if I was younger. So I remound it. And I started it over, and I watched it, not with the expectation that I was forty-two year old, <laughs> and I like Fargo as a TV show.
0: <laughs> well, the problem with that thinking, though, is there are so many political underlines in this in this show that you can't just dismiss it as something for young people. You know, like there's some heavy stuff they're loading on that MTV's like unloading on young people. You know?
1: Yeah. I mean, they used to always. I mean, we'll get into the, but they used to always have like. Their causes, their vote. Remember when they did the uh, rock the boat, right? And then they did uh, yeah, MTV's, all this other stuff. So sure. they try to do stuff like that. It's true. But this one was like, oh, hit you over the head with some stuff.
0: Um. So did you, how did you? I, I gave like a running diary of, of basically everything. Is yeah. that what you did? Yeah. So would you? We'll, we'll start with that opening. The first question I had. That is,
1: was when I was sitting there. I'm like, how old am I? Here, my first question: Who is the audience for this? <laughs> Alright, so Adam Devine hosted the show.
0: That guy's voice is tough.
1: That guy basically is the same one note like, like I think he's kinda of funny, but he's the same he has the same comedy routine for every role he does.
0: Sure. Well here this is like this is his voice. Uh whatever, moving on. I need a bell. Come in. Oh Haley Steinfeld. And she's wearing a bell dress? What a coincidence. I mean, is that Richard Simmons? Like <laughs> it's just, like this guy is this guy's voice still changing? I don't know. And uh it was just brutal. And that opening was brutal except the Harley Simon looks she looks good. She looked good, yeah. <laughs> Do you think okay, this is one of my things. You, she's like she's gonna be like a star. Yeah, right? she's gonna be She's like big. She's Yeah, she's already like has hit songs but and she's like super she's like really good like where does she go does she just go up does she have to like yeah i think she's gonna continue you think she's gonna be like a okay for a force in movie yeah okay um
1: i mean i loved edge of 17 thought she was great in that
0: right but even just she's so she's talented she's really good looking um She's like play, she's like a musician. Yeah, she's, she's got a good voice. I mean, kinda, I don't
1: know. She's she's got a she's got a package.
0: You, do you see it falling off the rails anywhere?
1: I hope not. <laughs> I mean, I can't say sure. That, but
0: okay, so what else you got from that opening?
1: I mean, I can't even say anything about that opening. It was just so bad. And I loved when Emma Watson, who, who first of all, let's just say, was a little too into this thing. <laughs> um, well, she was, so, other... was so excited. Well she knew she was gonna be like of course. like the
0: the, the belle Taylor of the Swift. Ball?
1: Yeah, the bell of the ball. <laughs> the Taylor Swift where, you know, they always had the cutaways. Like she was gonna be that to the uh music awards, you know. So um when Hallie Seinfeld came on, she was like really excited to see her in that yellow dress.
0: Yeah. Uh that's my dress. <laughs> <laughs> um so they go from that opening into that that first award to that billions non binary person. The
1: non binary. Do you know what well, do you know what the non binary is?
0: <laughs> I didn't until until now. Um yeah, yeah, we looked it up. he, she goes by
1: they or there. Right. Which they don't she's by sex, she's a female, but she kind of morphs in between. And she for the Emmys she said that she, um, I guess she's going to be up for an Emmy. I didn't watch Billions season She's not.
0: Two. She's not going to be up for She it. submitted herself well, already. that's fine. But, but she's they not, were like, you could submit. Billions she, shouldn't be nominated for any acting awards. And the Billions is fun. Like, I like Billions. But no one should be winning any acting awards for Billions.
1: But she was going to, they submitted her. And, and they are like, all right, would you want to be, uh, she wanted to be like,
0: they. They're kind of like this. Yeah. And they're like,
1: all right, well, who do you want to be submitted? You can only do male or female. And she did as male.
0: Great. Um Because,
1: like, there's no rule that says that a female cannot submit herself under the male category.
0: Look, I'm sure way. that she means well with wherever she's coming from with this. Like, I don't think it's just PR or... I'm sorry. Let's explain this w- a little bit. Wherever they're coming from. Okay, explain. So it.
1: who's the uh, who's the girl? Or the he she?
0: What's her name? I don't know. Asia Binary.
1: Her name's Asia something. Okay. She's she's on the show Billions.
0: And she was but her name's Asia and she's American. Keep going.
1: Yeah. And then she was giving the award for uh, Best Actor, which now the MTV movie awards slash TV awards. Um has combined the actor-actress so that it's only one category to be very politically correct.
0: Well, they kept they kept overdoing their place in history. They kept announcing it as the first ever gender-neutral That was a big story for
1: every single... Like, Asia said that when she was up there. I'm just going to say she. It's fine. I'm going with she. It's tough. I'm, so when she was up there, she was like, I want to thank... Um, MTV for being the first ever award show to do this. To, you know, put male and female together. And then when Emma Watson came up, she said the same thing.
0: Right. And it was just
1: like, well, I think we talked about this before, but then you only get five nominees. Yeah. That's why there's two separate categories. so You have more of a chance of winning.
0: You know, it's not like they do this with every category. You know, it's not like the best director gets putting a minimum, you know. Haley Steinfeld is not going to beat Tom Hanks. I'm just there's saying. there's no... <laughs> there's no... And, and I mean, if I'm wrong, please write in and tell me where I'm wrong, but I don't... The accolade of winning it as a best male is the same as winning it as a best female. Like, it's not like one is a higher-held statue than the other. You know, like, that's... Yeah. Uh, I, I don't I don't think you're really breaking any... Like what,
1: so Emma Watson wins Best Actor of the Year. Hey guys, the movie has been out for two months. <laughs> the movie came out March seventeenth. It premiered. But like, what? Best movie of the year?
0: Here's my problem. So you have your you have your MTV Movie Award, and then you have your MTV Television Award. So they're all combined. No, but No, the, oh, but they changed it up later. They're their best actor for TV, and their best actor for so. What you're saying essentially is gender specifics not okay, but class is. There you go. You know. Yeah. It's, it's just it's a never ending cycle. It will never stop. If you if you go down this road, it's like what you don't like male. Let's go best actors over six foot versus under six foot. Done. I don't. You know. Yeah. They just want more more awards. Well, let's just say the uh, past
1: MTV awards are really geared to they want to give somebody an award so they come up with an award to give somebody that they want
0: to show well yeah if if someone's going to show it they're all centered around who's going to show up and this became very clear i think throughout the show when like usually it was like twilight would win every award you know that's when people were like really voting and now it's like every single one that they wanted to promote like they want to get out to win something. They want February twenty well, four. Re- regardless. Is, yeah. It's been out for three months. <laughs> but but each each one of these movies that they wanted people to show movie up from the year. they gave an award to. You know? It wasn't really done on voting. So I mean look, we're giving this way too much too much precedence. But it's giving it's, I like so it so like when it, when they first started doing the M T V movie awards they were kind of fun. And then they turned into a giant commercial, like I just remember every year they're being like a Transformers premiere um like that they came out and had the cast introduced and then they'd show the trailer yeah,
1: it, it's a, it's a commercial for summer movies
0: they, well now all of a sudden it's not now it's like now they're talking about gen like we're the first show ever to not be gender specific yeah <laughs> then they had the uh later on they have the award for um what is it the fight against the system award
1: oh fight against the system award so wow. like
0: yeah. let's let's Take it down a notch, MTV. <laughs> the the next thing after that catastrophe was a was a recut Logan skit. Now this could have been funny. They put like the trailer to Logan, but they made it into a comedy. Oh yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. You thought that was good? I mean, it was all right. Listen, the but, idea is good. The idea is good. The execution is piss poor. What I what we're used to, and the thing that used to make these videos the best was the old like, movie clips that they used to do. I have a couple, for example, this one. Now, just stay with me here, please, while well, I take you through this. I'm going to hold your hand like a child if I have to. The ship goes down. You got an air pocket created. Oh, my gosh. What does that do? Hold on. What does that do? What does that do? What, what does that do? Can people survive under there now? Is there an undersea community there now? Let's go to this, this ship that has an air pocket and people have been living in it for 87 years in this underground utopia, this <laughs> octopus's garden where they, they've created a world. They think it's called... You know what it's called? It's called Titani. Titani. Why? Because they've never seen the sea on the boat. It went under the mud. They think it's called, they think it's called Titani. So that's... that's Titanic 2. Yes, that's Ben Stiller and Vince Vaughn pitching James Cameron on Titanic 2. And that was always the funniest until... They came out with this one, which was probably the best one. I don't think Tom's going to want to do that kick. All right? That's not the way he moves. He doesn't pivot that way. He likes to lunge left. He doesn't usually scoop under right. I think it's a bad idea he's never going to go for. it. It's not realistic. It's not a Tom Cruise kick. Tom said he wanted to go with a kick. <laughs> uh, I've done 14 films with Tom, All right, so I think I have a pretty good idea of what Tom does or doesn't want to...
1: Yeah. Has that kick come along, huh? He doesn't think you'd go with a
0: kick. What?! <laughs> the way we work is he'll go through sometimes and do do the scene, and um, it, it, it's helpful for me because it gives me that outside perspective. You know what? I think we have too many kicks in the movie, Tom. I mean, I never say to lose face, but I think
1: you got you know like how many times can we look at you kicking a guy and then getting get kicked in the face? Just, you know what? Kick,
0: kick. Let's go, you know let's call it kicking impossible. You go, <laughs> let's call it let's call it kicking impossible. You know, <laughs> I
1: think that's one of the funniest yeah. kids
0: ever. So that's Ben Stiller as. Tom Cruise's stunt double. It's called Mission
1: Improbable. (laughs) You should look it up. Uh, He basically like... uh, uh, It's just so funny.
0: But those were like little mini events that used to be on... um, Yeah. On the the MTV Awards before it became a giant commercial and now it's not a giant commercial. Now it's this fucking disaster that it is. Uh, The next award was the best acting in TV because, well...
1: We have to give an award to Millie Bobby Brown.
0: Oh... We have yeah. to do it. So, just like, ugh. I understand that she's like 11 or 13, she's 13, but let's not act like acting is curing cancer. You know, and, and it's not her fault. She's in a show where they're becoming the first ever gender neutral <laughs> <laughs> yeah. award show. So, um, do you think at this she point, looks weird with hair? Yeah. Well, do you, do you think at this point the stranger kids like all hate each other by now? And they especially hate I think, 11. I think they're having the best time of oh, their life. I think they're so sick of each other. Could you imagine? It's been like, they've been carted off to these award shows now. I, worked, like, I worked with that
1: one kid on the New Edition show. He was uh, one of the kids from uh, New Edition.
0: Okay, great. Anything to add to that? No, just letting you know. No, thanks. We're, we're, we're so impressed. He was pretty good. <laughs> oh, did you just drop something? Uh, seven, seven. These kids have been traveling for like seven or eight months together, right? Aside from the time the one kid spent with you, I'm pretty on the sure new that edition, they're the time of the on the new addition tour. Aside from that time,
1: yeah, he's a little busy. He was, yeah, you had some work to do.
0: I think that they're all so sick of it. like because then they get up and they have to give like they give an award and they get an award. Like all the kids are like just dying to talk because Eleven's been the one that gets all the. Also, she said that
1: thanks for writing this iconic character. Do you think Eleven is an iconic? Well,
0: character? Well, we're referring to her as Eleven. That might I mean that kinda might
1: I I said Millie Bobby Brown.
0: Oh, you did. <laughs> All right. Um the, the the point to where she gets to thank in her team though, it's tough to swallow. Thirteen year old. Like I want to thank my team. You're like my best friend. Yeah. It's a tough life for a thirteen year old. You're she, two yeah, publicists. And now
1: she's 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 starring in Godzilla too.
0: Oh, well there you go. Uh Spider Man clip is next. Great. Eh. Uh, then they have the workaholics and the parents bit at yeah. the table doing shots. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I can't. All the, uh, the bits were really bad. Like they're all still not funny, but they should be like, I'm sure when they said the writers meeting, they're like, dude, this is going to be really funny. Your parents are going to be doing shots with these degenerates. It's going to be great. And <laughs> DJ Callen. Uh, oh, and then when they showed DJ Callen, like what's with those sweaters? It's like 80 degrees. Yeah, out that's I really, know. I don't know. Uh, and then they bring up the This Is Us people. Um, you know, they they give this speech about, you know, when he, when he gives the award about it, giving it to Logan. It just, I mean, it's like a seven minute, it's like me trying to explain it right now. I kind of liked, are we talking about Logan now? Yeah.
1: The winner, what are they, best fight?
0: Or yeah, whatever, best duo. Best duo. duo. See what I mean? I bet I, you everybody wins an award for every movie they yeah, want to show a yeah. clip from.
1: I mean, I thought uh, their speech was probably the best one of the whole. Sure, okay. Because I like that Hugh Jackman, like, let her have her day. You know, he's like, he doesn't give
0: a shit. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. And he's he like, this girl's, you know. They cut to LL Cool J there. Yeah, they did. I just want to make anytime there's an LL Cool J <laughs> setting, I just want it documented. Um, <laughs> did we get to the live song yet? Well, that comes next. And uh, if, for those of you that didn't have the pleasure of hearing it, here's a little... Did you
1: First of all, did you know that Miley Cyrus had a younger
0: sister? I did. S- sister? Yeah. <laughs> and I knew that that younger sister was trying to become a... Was... Dude,
1: all I'm saying is, I don't know who gave her the okay to have a music career, but that person should not
0: be allowed well, to rap anybody ever again. I, I imagine it was the same stylist that told her to wear these like big white pajamas.
1: Uh, she. It was just a train wreck.
0: Oh. Here you go. And decide for yourselves. Oh DJ. Grand, doing things that I would not regret until the morning. am it This is
1: song. I'm, not I'm just here for fun and I don't care about the money. Hey, hey. Oh, 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 Nothing lasts it be nice to
0: stay together for the She has money? of course she her and herself, Whatever she got from her dad, probably. Yeah, from her parents, but... Dude, that was really bad. <laughs> um, they could not have been happy about that. No. Um, there, was there one person that was like, I'm really happy it's not... I mean, th- that was prefer Noah yeah. Cyrus over Miley Cyrus? No. And,
1: and Miley Cyrus is like, in some controversy
0: now. Oh, no, whatever. the. But like, I was so embarrassed watching this thing. I was, like, I, I was, was cringing. I couldn't believe this is a real thing. First of all, I didn't
1: even know you had a sister. I had to Google it. I'm like, wait a minute. Her last name Cyrus. Are they related? And I like googled. It. I'm like, oh my god, this is the person that they hide in the corner And then they're like, all right, you know, like that Donald Trump daughter. <laughs> Tiffany Trump, <laughs> Tiffany Trump. She's the Tiffany Trump. You don't get to do anything.
0: But if you're the environment in the Cyrus family, you're really doing some things wrong, aren't you? Yeah. Um,
1: Miley Cyrus is cleaned up now.
0: This, this. She kept going. All right, everybody, get up. And, and you I just was see, like, no, no, wait, no. We're good. We're not getting up. Um, Where's Miley? And then I was just thinking, how many gimmicks does it take to try to cover up a terrible song like this? Like the stage. They had a skateboarder going back and forth. Yeah, they had ramps. They had a crowd in the back that they brought up on stage. Who were I, wanted,
1: so- I wanted her to get hit by one of those guys? The people well, started taking like selfies,
0: like as part of the like the routine. It was like it was so like horribly
1: choreographed that when she walked onto that skateboard ramp, I literally thought she was going to get hit
0: <laughs> by one of the guys. It's pretty bad. Uh, it's up there. That's one of the worst. <laughs> That's really. Cool. I mean, I am. Uh, I was dying to know who the music producer... Like, who is the talent booker on this on this show? Like, really? This is this is where we're at? But then I think... Maybe I just don't know. But I don't think that that's good to anybody. They
1: either. should... I mean, why can could, not They couldn't get a... Who's the girl who's the... Um, uh, the trust me. They could have got anyone
0: better than this person. <laughs> that's a long way around a short sentence. I know. I can't
1: remember the girl's name. I'm not going <laughs> to sit here and... Well, Kid, okay, yeah.
0: so I mean, then they went into the best kiss thing, which is always a big thing at the MTV Awards, where they the people always kiss and everyone like goes, Whoo! yeah,
1: woo, yeah, so to they kiss.
0: Well, they weren't for. So for, Moonlight
1: wins best kiss, <laughs> and those two guys are like, yay! Yeah, they
0: couldn't, they they couldn't have seen more uncomfortable if they had like, you know, if they had like guns pointed to their backs. They were like. Hey, man, thanks. Yeah, way way to be different. All right. We thought we were going to basically make
1: this really low-budget movie that no one's going to see, and then all of a sudden it wins the best picture,
0: and now we're kissing on MTV! (laughs) But usually, I mean, I don't remember a time where they didn't have the best kiss, and everyone's like, woo, like, kiss, you know, like, and everyone was just like, no, no, please don't do it. Please don't do it, guys. Uh, Yeah. I'm glad you you caught the awkwardness (laughs) of that. Only to be followed up by the awkwardness of bringing Maxine Waters out. Who is, uh I think she's a senator
1: yeah um, and everyone was like everyone gave her a standing ovation no one knew who she was
0: MTV is a mess I mean it really is a mess that's the first note I have here this <laughs> is, waters this is for the fight against the system award um, which is basically it's like uh it's like the Pepsi commercial it's so it's so tone deaf you know um, what what is the fight against the well, Taraji V. Henson wins for, because she doesn't say no to any any award him show. In she, she yeah, in fingers. But is uh, is there an award show where Taraji V. Henson like you, anyway? That's another
1: thing. Like they just wanted her to show up,
0: and then she's up there making a long speech about the whole thing, and you're like, "Look, this is this yeah. isn't a real thing." <laughs> you made just go, a,
1: go back and film Empire. We'll we'll we'll, we'll just watch you on TV. Uh, anyway, um, and then we get to the. Do we get Generation Award next? Then,
0: then next is the Generation Award. So Vin
1: Diesel is uh, still talking about Paul Walker.
0: Yeah, uh, Wonder Woman comes out to give it because um, she was in the movies. She was in the movies, her accent is threw me off.
1: She's Israeli. Really?
0: I understand that the the accent isn't. The worst part about this is they
1: go Generation Awards to Vin Diesel, and like everyone's like huge clapping. And then Vin Diesel's like, "I've got to bring out the rest of my family." And then he brings out the like Michelle Rodriguez, the three people, who aren't Jordana Brewster, Williams. and uh, with Tyrese. Yeah, and everyone has to like clap again, but no one really gives the same amount of like clap.
0: I don't know why they didn't all just come out together. It didn't I make any sense. I, why he had to like announce them? Well, before that, they play their music number again. Another stellar performance. Of Hema yeah. featuring Pitbull, yeah. This is, I had
1: to fast forward through it. I
0: mean, who books these music? Like you, you couldn't get the the guys who did the one before that. I get this one. This okay. has a purpose. Yeah, you're right. At least as a this is in a movie. At least it's tied in the movie. That's true. Uh, the biggest movie of the year so far. Um. So yeah. So Vin Diesel and all of his eloquence uh, keeps playing up the family. You're right. Brings up Paul Walker just in case we. Forgot that he really liked Paul Walker
1: Yeah, he loves to give speeches about
0: Paul Walker Um, But uh, Overall Not great (laughs) The next Tearjerker? No That was the next? The Tearjerker Award? Oh, what was that? Oh
1: This is my big thing Okay So Tearjerker Award Had a clip of Grey's Anatomy in it
0: Oh I can't believe that show's still on the air. <laughs> All right. So what, what happened with the tear? I mean, I, I saw the whole thing. So yeah, the, uh, the winner who was, gave the award. This isn't the John Cena one, is it? Because that's the next note I got.
1: I don't know. I don't remember who gave it the award. But, okay. Uh, the per, the it was like me before oh, you. Oh, this is us one. Yeah. Yeah. It was me before you. Did you see that movie with no. uh, Amelia Clark?
0: No. Pretty good. Okay
1: uh but yes that scene was definitely a tearjerker okay the this is us sure but i don't know why we have a tearjerker award
0: i don't know but before that they admit they had the john cena gave an award and he did that old gag of i'm old because he was kept saying everything was fleek
1: who did he come out with
0: i don't remember i think he um, came out with
1: the um it was someone that was uh oh um Aaron Taylor.
0: Oh, Aaron shows. Taylor. Yeah, Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. Um, but at this point, they're not running clips, so like that means they must be cutting, like cutting time. And I'm just like looking back and thinking, what couldn't they have cut from before this point that they that they couldn't show clips? Yeah. Uh, that's when the guy won for the uh for Get Out. Another um, movie
1: that came out like three months ago. Yeah. Uh,
0: so after the tearjerker, then Trevor Noah for best talk shows. Yeah. And then they had, okay. Cara
1: Delevingne came this. out bald.
0: Why not address the head? What's going on with the yeah, head? Yeah,
1: I mean, you have to, I'm obviously it's for a role or something. Is it? You have to bring it
0: up. Or is she in solidarity with the binary lady guy thing? No, I'm pretty person. sure it's for
1: a role. It has, I mean, I hope it's for a role. I don't know why she shaved her head.
0: Well, she introduces Big Sean, which is in probably one of the most grand um, introductions I've ever heard. Like, you'd think this guy was Paul McCartney. <laughs> Does he really, does he really garner that kind of intro? Like, did I, did I miss something in the big, big Sean timeline? Like, you, 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 thought like, seriously, that Prince was just resurrected and coming out. It was big Sean. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Amy Schumer and Goldie Hawn. The La La Land Moonlight bit. Yeah. I,
1: I didn't like the La La Land. When is that going to get old? I'
0: uh, it's old. Um. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, so Beauty of the Beast wins movie of the year? Well, hold on. Oh.
1: You know, every year at this thing, the best award is best comedic performance. Okay. And those always have the best speeches. Like, Jim Carrey won, like, every year. And, like, this year, they just were, like, walked up to a guy sitting in a chair, and he goes, All right, this guy won. (laughs) It was the guy from Get Out. And, like, Adam Devine just had a had a thing and was like, here you go. You win. Best comedic performance And then he walked up to RuPaul. RuPaul, you won best reality show. And came up, like they were sitting at their chairs, like eating and drinking. They don't even get to come up on stage. Um, like the best comedic performance was always the best. They had like these great speeches. There was one where like Jim Carrey, like didn't say anything for five minutes. And they had like, like his voiceover. And then uh, there was one where Ben Stiller won for Meet the Parents. And Will Farrell came out and was his speech coach. <laughs> and started yelling at him and told him to pee his pants. Right. And then he peed his pants. I mean, those were the best. You waited for those. Jim Carrey came out in that huge beard. Like hippie. Remember when he, became, yep. when he came out and he was like all hippie yep. I just don't... That's the one award you have to keep in the thing. I mean, I guess in the four months that we've... Uh, that these movies are all in there wasn't too many funny performances.
0: <laughs> it certainly wasn't uh, chips. the host of this show. It wasn't chips. Um, they they did they they started with their transformers clips. Yeah,
1: transformers was a big. Uh, does, what's with Mark Wahlberg's hair in that? You
0: movie? know, what, I'm just I have a million questions about Mark Wahlberg. Maybe he's his own podcast. Like, is he? Do you, is Why he, does he have long hair? I know. Is he? It is. Does I don't. Doesn't make sense. But, <laughs> but is he above? Transformers or is Transformers no. above him or they they belong together? These
1: are these are the movies that pay his. I mean, he doesn't get paid more than this. These movies.
0: Well, I mean, but do they belong? Like, do they belong together? Like, is this his? Is this his path? Like, does that seem like they're on the same trajectory, or does one seem <laughs> it should like they? they they're I feel like, like milk, more is a other. little better
1: than it. Okay, but uh, I mean,
0: I don't know that. I don't know if I it agree. gets with like
1: that. thirty million bucks.
0: I'm not faulting them yeah. for casting him or him for doing it. I just want to know where it stands to you if one is of a higher quality than the or uh more <laughs> prestige than the other.
1: I'm saying mark Wahlberg uh is is better
0: okay Your thing's making all kinds of noises um then the thirteen reasons why people come out m t v just loves controversy. They just had to do that and so they make the last award the t v award and then all those stranger. Things kids come out and they all and
1: they cut to the parents. Here's the other thing we were talking about with filming their kids. It's a natural national broadcast. You're not going to get a better video than what you're recording at your house.
0: It's true. <laughs>
1: if you you're hey check out my uh, son. Yeah, I know we watched it. We watched it live.
0: <laughs> we... <laughs> it's a good point. Um, they just cut to the parents and all the holding. Well, what their do you phones. what do you think about like the older uh, older stranger things kids not getting to talk because it's all about the like the little kids. I know, I like, kind of think
1: that one girl's pretty cute too. Uh, Barb, uh, the high school one, Barb. No, the sister. Oh, you think
0: you want to repeat that? You think the high school girl's pretty cute? She's, she's older than the high school girl, <laughs> she plays a high school girl on TV, and then like the Ferris Bueller commercial guy. I want to hear from that guy.
1: No, that guy. <laughs> I forgot that that guy was.
0: Um, and then the whole show ends with this awful, lame stage dive, where he jumps off the stage into like a big, like ferny pad, and you're just like, you just summed up your whole fucking show. I don't know if you caught that. It was just, I don't, I think I. Uh, it was especially like my
1: DBR cut off that part.
0: Well, hopefully it saved enough room for the challenge because the challenge ended this week, challenge and now. that's our segue. <sighs> challenge. Okay. Where are your
1: thoughts on the challenge?
0: I'm not. Okay. I'm not. The hardest, quote unquote, hardest challenge me. ever. That's my notes. I don't have very many notes, but like <laughs> everybody talks in hyperbole in the show. Everybody talks about this is the hardest. This is the hardest it ever can't tried. be the hardest if you're allowed to give up. This is the hardest thing I've ever done. Like, you've probably done some harder things. Uh, you're,
1: it can't be the hardest if you're allowed to give up and continue on they I'll, should have to keep doing it until they finish.
0: I'll in. tell you who brought it the uh the the music supervisor in the show stepped up they stepped up their music budget this year there was actually songs in the challenge this year so those yeah. are there was songs that like you actually heard of you know yeah. it wasn't just random artists they had like I was like wow they whatever like money they skipped on having people in the house full-time they used towards their music budget. So, Corey continues to fail.
1: That guy, when he gets in the just he doesn't care.
0: He's like James he Harden. just gives
1: up. Yeah. <laughs> That's true.
0: He's the James Harden of uh, of the challenge. <laughs> he is. Um, yeah. He, he, uh, he immediately blamed every partner he had.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, What's-Her-Face did that, too. Camilla. Yes. She was paired up with the worst challenge yep.
0: on each day. Um. So, for those of you who don't know, the base—you know—if you don't know what the challenges, is your beat, but you know it's old. It's old real world people, and you can other always people in. sprinkled I'm in, and play. they they compete, and it's a wonderful potpourri of drunken idioc- idiocy, hooks, hookups, and athletic challenges. Uh, that's basically it's—it's it's the perfect mixture of three things. Yeah. So. Most of these people you have a history with, because if you watch the real world or whatever, um, and most people keep coming back to these challenges. But uh, this year they decided to change. They had the newbies, and then they had had them on for a bunch of weeks, and then they brought in the the champions. And then they'd eliminate one or the other each week, which is bullshit to me. And I didn't like the new format. This format sucked. And that made this thing way lamer than it should have been. Because when Corey says this is the hardest one ever like, no, bro, because, and I call him bro because they're all bros. No, bro, because you only had to beat, like, other scrubs. Like, your hardest competition was Nelson. Now, I want to talk about Nelson. Nobody has trained their entire lives for this one moment more than Nelson. Yeah. Who lost by two minutes and 22 seconds. I have a feeling if you were to go to Nelson's house, knock on the door, and walk in, 2.22 would just be... Written all over the walls like a crazy person. Like that guy. And we
1: wouldn't even know that it was two minutes and 20 seconds. Because of the way they edit this thing.
0: Yeah, it's true.
1: Listen, you're going to have this finals over like two episodes. Or it was two or three episodes. Right. It started like on, I guess, half of a one. So, two and a half episodes. If I go on my final day and I'm watching the final episode, don't c- cut it so I don't know who's doing well and
0: it was... Yeah, that was really tough.
1: They, like, basically just... They all look like they had the same time Yeah. on the uh, last challenge.
0: Some people are getting docked five minutes. You don't know where that's happening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, I'm with you. There was no uh, it was way so to, follow. to follow. It. There was no way to follow who, who was going to win this. And
1: game. they did it on purpose to so that we wouldn't know who the won because I'm sure if we saw the whole thing we would know automatically, like, who won. But even when they did the final challenge where they had to, like, hang on this... Um, Part of the hardest but, challenge ever yeah, that yeah, everybody completed. Yeah, of the hardest completed. challenge ever. Basically, they had a trapeze that was between two boats, and they had to hold on to the trapeze and then drop into the water, swim to a buoy, and then swim to land. And uh, they cut it up, so basically, they would just grab the thing. It would cut to them dropping, cut to them at the buoy, and cut to them running into home place or home base. Yeah. And you had no clue, like if they did well.
0: Yeah, or true. they did
1: not. Like, you just have no no understanding of what happened. You just see everyone clapping at the end while their person's running in like amazing race.
0: Yeah, you're right. Um, so the the winner, they, you know, they they cut this down to three teams. Only one of them was going to be a champion. Were you Were you rooting for anybody?
1: I was rooting for the champions. Yeah, me too, Camilla and
0: and CT. CT. Now I think that this okay. It's my question. Who do you think the producers want to win? Camilla and CT. You think they want the champs to win? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure. I think they definitely want CT to win. Like, I think they they made that whole thing to like, his You would not
1: know if he, like, didn't win.
0: Yeah, it's true. Like, they could just make him yeah. win. I think they wanted CT to win because he's, like, this legend. And he's got this history. and And he's coming back after but, the yeah. first time. And every time they show him, they're like... The mighty CT, one win. So, like, I think they wanted to beef up his stats a little bit. And he was,
1: like, a little not the same in terms of yeah, aesthetic but, ability. Yeah, he's
0: not in quite the same shape he was. <laughs> um, but girl-wise, I wasn't sure. Do you think, so the the girl that won was... From, oh, got It was such a disaster. She got kicked out after, like, the second episode of the real world season. She almost quit. Almost quit this, like, three times. And then they would call her out that she was just trying to quit to get on camera, which was kind of funny when they yeah. then they did that. Is that the biggest upset that you remember it was a happening? a big
1: upset. And I don't like that she was crying. Like, she sits down. Everyone, like, walks away, like, in a festive mood, and she just sits on the stand and cries.
0: Just like year. I mean,
1: she may... I don't think she's, she's very that, wealthy. You know the, yeah. I'm sure this could have probably changed her life. Um, but you I don't think th- we know this from watching her on The Real World. And she was kind of a disaster and she got kicked out of the house um like um yeah i just don't think uh i don't like that she sat down and cried and tj was like you want to you want to call your mom and he like gave her his phone
0: yeah it was that seemed like a little set up yeah um
1: well he was probably laughing he's like this is ridiculous
0: yeah i guess i like i mean these people are emotionally ch- they cry about everything that's one of the reasons it makes it it's so good um, so what, what was the announcement that you, you wanted to make about?
1: No, I was just going to say that, uh, I've got the list of the champs who are going to be in the, uh, we we'll explain that right next
0: What's going to, Oh, it starts next week. Next week. Next oh. week. I thought I was going to get a week off. We've from got the a challenge. Reunion.
1: We got the reunion.
0: Oh, they are going to do a reunion show. And then after the reunion show
1: is the new show, which is the challenge champs versus bros. Um, which, if you're not into the challenge, you might want to start up. There's a new show. Victor Cruz, Giants, wide receiver, is hosting the show where they're pitting real professional athletes versus the challenge, like, elite, basically, the people that have won the challenge. Let me ask you a question. And I know they probably structured this for this not to happen. But if... Do you think MTV was worried that if all their challenge people just get hammered, destroyed by real athletes, it will diminish.
0: Yeah, kind of what the show is. I do think that. I think that they're going to make sure that they do events that make sure that some of the athletes can't do them.
1: I'm sure that was a big topic like, of conversation. I'm
0: sure they'll have like an MTV like tri- like a challenge trivia round or something, or
1: something that the champions know how to do. Yeah, and the pros don't. Like they've For done sure. it in the past. You're
0: hundred percent right. You're right. Because it won't be, MTV doesn't get anything if, like, Sean Merriman just comes in and destroys, like, 16 of their contestants. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And Lolo Jones, you know, like, if those two just come in and just, like, wreck them and everything, it kind of shoots their whole franchise to hell. So, yeah. Okay, why, what do you got? All right, so the
1: pros, the professionals are, I think we talked about this a little on another show, but Tia Blanco, a professional surfer.
0: Yeah, we Uh, did, we did this. All right, so
1: you want to do the champions. All right. So the challenge people are bananas. You gotta have bananas on there, right? Darrell, okay. Wes, all right. Jordan.
0: Oh, with the one, one hand. hand.
1: CT, okay. Camilla, our girl Ashley Kay. Cara Maria. I don't know Veronica Portillo. I don't think. Uh, Real world semester at sea. I don't. I don't think I've ever seen that. And then. Ashley Smashley Oh Those are the people That are going to be Competing I'm pretty sure Ashley's Going to get her ass kicked
0: right. Well
1: (laughs) I don't think Ashley's going to go Against Lolo Jones Do you
0: think that They're going to make Those athletes have drama Like they're going to Cut to their cameras And they're going to be On their bunks And next thing you know Like the professional Surfers fighting Oh okay
1: I think they're just Showing up to different Challenges
0: Well it's going to be I mean I I don't really know What the. I'm excited for it We'll have a We'll have a full report for everybody.
1: I think whoever's listening to this and hasn't watched the challenge this is a good, good starter. Yeah, uh, you should watch it. It's uh, you know it brings you to the real real world, quote unquote, because you're going against real athletes, and then you can go and watch the uh, people we all love in the next challenge. Yeah,
0: I have a friend who a friend of the pod who listens who went back and watched all the past seasons. Like, well. I'd like so to do that too but I can't find them like somewhat recently they're all in the box they are? yeah alright I gotta go watch them. um not that we have a magical box that plays anything um but yeah he's, he went back and watched them all so um anything else with the challenge like nope pretty disappointing season overall not my, not disappointing ending
1: now and I didn't like the format okay
0: so last week gonna, we're gonna go down memory lane talk about some old MTV VJs I don't know how this plays out um And one of them is not me. Why? Because I
1: tried out for them.
0: We've talked about this in the pod before. No, we didn't. We were were
1: talking about that we were going to talk about
0: it. All right, do it.
1: Me and uh, the friend of the podcast that was on a couple weeks ago, Mike of Redden, actually went and tried out for Who Wants to Be a VJ.
0: I didn't get it. (laughs) (laughs) Who, Who else came with you?
1: We had our buddy Eric.
0: What happened? With, uh, what happened with Eric? So,
1: Eric, we're, so basically, what happens? You have to show up. It doesn't start till like seven in the morning, and uh, it was like this at this train station in the middle of nowhere in North Carolina. So, basically, we showed up at like eight o'clock the night before, and basically spent the whole night there. And it was like raining.
0: It was just awful,
1: and it was this huge line. And we, there was a person that came down the line and was like clicking mm-hmm. to see how many people were in the line, and we had. We were in the right, because they were going to start kicking people out. And we had made it. And uh, our buddy Eric like, was there and hanging out. And all of a sudden, the people came by. And they're like, all right, you need this, this, and this before you uh, get up there. And our buddy Eric realized he didn't have his ID on him.
0: Why wouldn't he have his ID? I
1: don't know. So he had to leave. His mom picked him up. Oh, boy. This was 1998. So uh, his mom picked him up. And took him back to get it. And then he never came back.
0: It sounds like Eric. <laughs> um, w- let me ask. Do you think that you would have made a good MTV VJ? Probably not. But here's the deal. So then right when
1: they're. So now they're going to give wristbands to everybody. that were on the line. And uh, all the people. Because the guy kept going back and forth. All the people that knew they weren't getting wristbands. Like were pissed off. So everyone threw over all these barricades and rushed the person with the, uh, so it didn't matter if you were sitting there for 24 hours, all the people that just showed up raced to the front and we got a wrist, we ended up getting a wristband somehow and we got up there and we were so tired and wet. We were just like soaking wet because we didn't have any jacket or anything. <laughs> we get up there and like, they basically like have a cue card and they it had something about metallic on there and you had to read it and uh this was before my voice really sounded like this
0: <laughs> it was it was like on
1: the cusp of getting this okay and um we had to read that and then I forgot what the other thing we had to do um and we had to talk about ourselves and you know give a
0: what did you funny, say about I yourself I don't even remember it's been so long but I know I, I like bombed. the giants I bombed the whole thing and
1: uh it was like that was a waste of uh, 16 hours
0: Um, you learn something about yourself, right? That's what it is. What, um... So the guy who won is with Jesse, right? Yeah. So what did we think of that guy?
1: He's a disaster. He had to go into rehab a bunch of times. I don't know what he's doing now.
0: The runner-up was a guy, Dave Holmes, who was actually from New Jersey. Um, yeah. So if someone goes, hey...
1: You got a job for it, too. So the original MTV VJs were Martha Quinn, who's probably my number one.
0: Well, I was gonna say that she's the essential MTV yeah. VJ. I actually have clips. I won't get into them because they're just basic. I have one
1: clip, uh, but uh, basically, she was like our age.
0: Okay, like growing
1: up when we were going through this thing. So, and you know, everyone kind of had a crush on her.
0: Did she, they? She like hooked, I didn't have a crush on Martha. Quinn. uh
1: she like hooked up with all these rock stars and stuff. So it's Martha Quinn, Mark Goodman, Alan Hunter, Nina Blackwood. And J.J. Jackson, who passed away just not too long ago. And now they're all on that 80s channel and Sirius, and they all have their own shows. Oh, okay. Um, so those were the uh, the originals. But if you were to say, hey, who are your, the ones that you remember? Like the ones, are, mine is Martha Quinn and then Kurt Loder. Yeah. So do
0: you consider him a DJ? No, he's MTV News. I don't know yeah. separate. Because the MTV News, I remember there was like Kurt Loder, and Chris Connolly was a news guy. And then, like, they had John Norris. Do you remember that guy? Chris
1: Connelly kind of mostly did movies.
0: Yeah, but he was part of that yeah. MTV News staff. And then they had, like, Chin Pak and Gideon Yago, which I just remember these names more than I remember these people. And then they had, like, every year...
1: Downtown Julie Brown.
0: Well, wait. I'm talking about the news department. Oh. Again, we can just talk about what you're talking about rather than what I've already Sorry. established. Keep going. Um, we... There <laughs> There you go. There you go, John Hill. <laughs> um, but uh, they always had like a red-haired news lady, and they still do. Like Anna Marie Cox, who does it now. She's—I don't know if she's necessarily on the channel, but she's like does, she does empty. I didn't know they still do that now. Oh yeah, she's like really. I, she has a podcast to listen to. She and then before her, it was like Serena Ouchel, and then there was Tabitha Soren, and these people are all like another reincarnation of the last white red-haired person.
1: In the book, I guess there's a book that yeah. came out that I really want to read now because doing this research, um, Martha Quinn said she only made they made twenty six thousand dollars a year, and like worked like fourteen hours a day, and like basically like got ran ragged and, but uh, here's a, um, an interview that they were talking about because they were there. The original VJs were there when MTV started, obviously and what made them popular and this is them talking about like what put
0: mtv on the map it's a full-time job so i thought it was a good bargain a, mark, good, a good gamble mark or alan what was the video in your opinion that absolutely changed the game forever the first one the buckles video. you really the think radio that radio. was the I one i know
1: what mark there. is gonna say i think <laughs> you're gonna say sledgehammer
0: uh, Sledgehammer, I think, is one of the greatest videos of all time. So it's Hot for Teacher. But
1: Game Changer, it's Michael Thrillers Jackson. Thriller. It has to it be Michael Jackson's yeah. Thriller. It was it's it was, was Billie Jean, the first one that we had. Should They wanted to beat it they won beat they first. They beat it, and then the we big premiere of, uh,
0: of Thriller was you know the yeah. first eleven minute video. You guys were huge stars, and it didn't take long. You became instant stars. We hear Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll. Did you take part in the whole lifestyle that the artists you were covering? Took <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, no, you got, you we got the book, Matt.
1: Well, some of the – what they were talking about Michael Jackson is MTV didn't want to play Michael Jackson because they were known as, like, rock and roll. And they were like, well, we don't really want to fit that in. And uh, basically CBS Records was like, you're playing this. Hmm. And forced them to play, like, Michael Jackson. All of a sudden it became this huge thing and MTV, like, opened up their – expanded their content out of the rock and roll stage. But, uh, yeah, at that at that um, interview goes on to talk about how, like, you know, they were doing cocaine with David Lee Roth and Martha Quinn was hooking up with uh, all these stars and it's a, I don't know, I'm, I want to read this
0: book. I never really found Martha Quinn to be that attractive. Like, she was kind of like the Marianne, like... I don't know, I did. All right. I liked it. Um, any other... DJs v, or VJs
1: um Downtown Julie Brown had the Club MTV show
0: there was Downtown Julie Brown and then there was Julie Brown so yeah, there was a Julie Brown there too. was a Julie Brown that was always kind of uh, and then there was like Kennedy she was kind of like Julie Brown it was like one stemmed off from the other
1: um and then uh I've got Carson Daly on here
0: well I see I used to work I worked at MTV for five years and uh when I used to work there uh that was the Carson Daly era um, He's just
1: Just all over Yeah the he's place.
0: everywhere He's Seacrest liked
1: Yeah
0: uh, Daisy Fuentes Right don't you think If you can't get Seacrest You get Daly And if you can't well, get Carson uh, Daly He's next? doing
1: like The Voice Or something right Yeah
0: Or one of those shows mm-hmm. that's, Which isn't American Idol Yeah like that's I mean, what I'm
1: saying Yeah Yeah
0: We're both saying the same yeah. thing There you go
1: Brian Seacrest um, And Mark Goodman Did we talk about him
0: Yeah we, he's original
1: Oh, yeah. And uh yeah, those are the uh ones that I have on my list.
0: I remember Adam Curry was a guy who was yeah. like he he kind of summed up everything that was lame about all the lame music they were playing at that time. His horrible haircut, <laughs> his very like non opinionated very bland delivery, um his like medium looks. Like everything about him was was so not dangerous. It was like they cut the balls off MTV with that guy. That's the one I remember. I was like, I, He always stuck out. Um, Daisy Fuentes was good. She taught me how to pronounce things. She was always very good at pronouncing whatever she was talking about. Yeah. Uh, my favorite was this guy. I used to like 120 Minutes. And I actually laid up a clip of what this guy sounded like. What was I,
1: 120 Minutes?
0: 120 Minutes was an alternative uh, video show.
1: It's amazing that they don't have... Any shows now? I know. All they do is Teen Mom and and Catfish,
0: yeah, and all but these shows. Guy, and like they're like, guy, oh, yeah, we don't need VJs anymore. This guy Dave Kendall used to host it. He does he does stuff. And then Matt Pinfield he hosted it after him. He was from like, but uh, I don't even know if this is still hooked up because your thing was beeping. But this was what Dave Kendall used to sound like. that hey, so like that? Hi, <laughs> Provence. Dave Kendall with you for 120 minutes of alternative music video. It's the show that brings you all of the videos that your mother warned you about each and every Sunday night on good old MTV. Tonight, we'll be shining the 120 X-ray through the wonder stuff, getting the latest scoop on Miracle Legion, and checking out the latest videos from We Are Gonna Eat You, The Sugar Cubes, ACM, I Galaxy 500, and Murphy's it's, Law. It's from a tape that somebody put online, so it keeps going, but... but the thing that was so funny was, like, listening to, like, the names of the band. Yeah, the band. We're going to eat you. <laughs> hey, where are you going tonight? Oh, we're going to go see We're Going to Eat You. Um, but, yeah, and then the, the Yo! MTV Raps guys, I always like Fab Five oh, yeah. Freddy and Dr. Dre. And yeah, those were great. But the fear was, was, I didn't watch Headbangers Ball. I was never really into that music, but Ricky Rackman. That guy used to show up in people's videos. Like that
1: guy. I, don't think I remember that
0: one. You don't remember Ricky Rackman?
1: I remember the on o- TV Rap Show. I watched that
0: all the time. I can't even remember Ricky. Okay, um, but yeah, those were the guys I, I, was, I was thinking of. Uh, the heyday
1: of MTV when they played music.
0: Yeah, and even when they didn't, they had like MTV Sports with like Dan Cortez.
1: Now everybody like has to watch like videos on their phones. It's like not even worth. Doing an I
0: read something about if if YouTube didn't exist, they were saying that like the amount of piracy would go up like like thousands of percentage. But I think it's only because people are ripping everything off of YouTube. I think it's the same. But whatever. Uh, yeah, you're right. No one watches. Uh, they don't. Does, I, that, does anyone that's listening watch MTV other than
1: us? <laughs> I mean,
0: you know, I, I yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll
1: get everyone back when they start watching the challenge.
0: Maybe. Uh, all right, you got anything else for? This show sure no, got nothing. Great.
1: Looks like we're gonna get some uh, I'll sign off and get some Billy Joel tickets, and we'll uh, talk about that next week. Sounds good. Later.